Chris Tomlin with the song Good Good Father playing on Hope FM Listen and Live and indeed our God is a good, 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 good an amazingly good father. We honor him for this day that he has made. We rejoice and we're so glad in it. I'm so grateful for your jo- for you to have joined us on Praise Junction this morning. We're just about to hear from uh, Ah, a blessed woman of God. She is a colleague to some level, I would say, because you have heard her voice on air. Um, yes, you have. You have, you, yeah. Well, not maybe not presenting like I am or anchoring news, but she does a be- she does a beautiful job with uh, some of our commercials, our advertisements. So when you hear a nice, lovely voice, I hope I have one of them to play today. One that she has done. That's it. That's her. She sounds incredible. Her name is Martha Mwakazi and she will be speaking to us in just a few moments. But before then, I have told you before and I want to tell you again that there is this prestigious award that is called Afriglo Women's Choice Award. What is good is that our very own Grace Motiso has been nominated under one of the categories, and that is the Educative Program of the Year category. So, of course, we know what Grace does, don't we? She does an incredible job on Meet of the Word and Leadership Forum, and all we're asking from you is to help us bring this award home and that would be by voting for her this is what you need to do dial star eight three okay let me start again dial star four eight three star seven three three star awesome and my uh, digital team is doing an incredible job uh on our facebook feed we have that poster over there okay so you dial star four eight three star 733-STAR-550-202-HUSH. Let me just repeat it, please. Dial star 483-STAR-733-STAR-550-202-HUSH. Star star and then you can also vote online, www.africglowwomenschoiceawards.etuzo.co.ke. Voting ends on the 16th of June this year, so we are kindly asking you. We have just about 14 days or so. Please vote as many times as you possibly can. And thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of the Hope FM family and for your continued support. All right? So welcome. It's time for Profile Real People. Ah, real stories, real God, and real change. Let me bring to us our guest this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good Sarah. to have you, Martha. How are you doing? Thank you very much. I'm doing well in the Lord. Amen. Yes. We're looking forward to hearing your story. Many people may not know you. I had to say that you're the voice <laughs> behind some of those incredibly done adverts, and you do an incredible job. Thank you. You're welcome and glory to God. Thank you for allowing God to use you. How long have you been doing this? Wow. From the beginning of hope. Let me say that. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) I can't remember the years. Wow. Yes. We're turning 20. (laughs) So where? Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. So Mm. you have been faithfully voicing our adverts. Yes. Even when we were giving you, you know, I won't mention how much. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And you stayed with us all this while. Yes, I did. Why so? Because um, this is about God. 
it's not about what we have or what we get, but it's all about him. Amen. And so if his name is being glorified, why not give him my all? Yeah, that's oh. just as, simp as simple as that. Yeah. Yes. Please tell us a little about yourself before we go too far. Okay. Um, uh, of course, you've known my name. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I love the Lord Jesus Christ Amen. as my personal savior. Well, uh, I got born again when I was eight years old. Whoa. <laughs> I went to a conference. Uh -huh. Now, I cannot remember exactly where. Okay. But it was not a conference, but it looked like a crusade. It was in-house. And I remember I, walk, I, I was taken there. And um, there was a white preacher that mm -hmm. I remember. Mm -hmm. And there was this awesome praise and worship team and a choir in front. You know, it was, I was just like, wow. And he kept preaching and talking about the kingdom of heaven and how, how we need to get saved and that the Lord is coming. Mm -hmm. And so I said, I, okay, I think I need to get saved. Oh. And uh, I was waiting. In fact, he took so long and I was wondering, when are you finishing? I need to get saved. Wow. Jesus may come now. Wait a minute. So you actually understood the message very exactly. well. Exactly. And knew what you needed to do was uh, give your life to Christ. Yes. But now, because I was a child, I was in a hurry. Yeah. Because I'm thinking the Lord is coming now, and he's taking too long talking there. Okay. So when he finished and he, he made the prayer, um, I said the prayer in faith, and I believed in my heart. And so he said, okay, those who are born again, can you go to this tent? Mm -hmm. And the people I, were with, uh, I was with uh, uh, took, took a hold of my hand because I was the youngest, and we went and asked them, where are you taking me? I said, I've gotten born again. Take me to that tent. Okay. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> and so, of course, I was taken to the tent, and that was the beginning of my journey. And so I grew up. I grew up in the Lord. Um, I began the first CU in my primary school. Wow. And also, I began lunchtime prayers. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait a minute, Martha. You know the people who are listening to us this morning and they think salvation is for the, you know, old. <laughs> yes. I looked like... So, so it is... I, I, and I, I am stressing this because I want you to speak to us parents and yes. let us know that it is possible that your child... Yes. can actually give their lives to Christ at a tender age. Yes, it is true, because I gave my life at that tender age. And you became sold out to Christ? Completely. Did I you did. have people who are working with you? or how? Yes, did that... I had my mom, okay. who, was, who was just on the back with me. Yeah. Uh, I had, I had uh, my cousins, one who's a pastor to date, and he just kept encouraging and saying, you know, keep walking. Wow. But most of all, it was not even that. Most of all, it was the word. I started reading the Bible and trying to understand what is God saying about it. And that time I'm a child and um, I would pray the way I know how. Mm -hmm. I, I would just go and pray, but I would pray in simplicity. You're right. So, you know, there was a time we were, I remember a time we were lacking at home and my mother was a mother of faith. Eh? Mm -hmm. What she would do. She, I remember that time um, we did not have a meal to eat. And what she said is, I'm coming back. And she went in and locked herself in the room. And I could hear her praying. And she prayed. And after she finished praying, 
she came out wiping i could see tears yeah. wiping her tears and she said go at the table and i'm looking at her are you serious okay and everyone is like huh because we used to stay with our cousins and whatnot and so she says um do this put um that put the mat on and we said okay so we, we placed the table mat and we're seated there and she's expectant and i'm wondering okay where is this food coming from you know <laughs> Then all of a sudden, somebody just popped in to visit. Are you serious? And food came, just like that. Wow. Those are just one of the testimonies. Cooked food. It was not cooked food. Oh, so, so you had to go and cook it. Yeah, I had to go and cook it, but everything was provided oh, to wow. gas, to what, everything. And I looked and I said, ah, ah, this God wow. is different. And she used to say, you know what? Pray for everything and have faith in God. And he will never let you down. So I used to look and see her life and say, oh, okay, let me try this. So I decided, let me try this on my, <laughs> on my own. And I, I started praying and asking God, God, I would have a, I, I would have a book mm -hmm. and I would write everything that I needed. And it was like a letter. I, by the way, I still do that to date. Yeah. And I put it in the middle of my Bible. And I would close it and I would pray over it and say, Dad, you know what? This is what I have. This is what I need. You're my daddy. You will provide. And at the end of that, believe me, you, I would go back to tick every time. Wow. I just got it somehow without anybody's help. So a childlike faith is something so important. You grow. A child does not doubt. Just like the way Jesus said that, um, you have faith yeah. like a child that you do not doubt or waver. A child, you tell them, I'm buying you sweet. I'll come with it in the evening. They don't keep asking, God, are you bringing? Or mom, dad, are you bringing? Yeah. No, they believe. They, and if somebody asks them, are you sure that sweet will come? No, I know dad, mom will bring that sweet. Right. And for sure enough, it will come. Now, the problem with, with us is that we do not release that faith. We don't take that faith to another notch. Mm. We want to see, eh, to believe. Of course, Thomas did that, but he <laughs> believed, you know? Interesting, <laughs> because yesterday we were talking about faith. Yes. Yeah, on this program yesterday. Uh -huh, continue. <laughs> so, so, as faith moved on, as that made my faith grow. But I did not know that that faith that is, uh, I'm growing as a child would come to help me as right. a grown woman. Yeah. That is what I did not know. Yeah. So out of that is how my Christianity began. And I started learning the word of God. And I started getting interested. Now the interesting thing eh, mm -hmm. is if you read the word of God daily, you start, it's like a, it's like a storybook, you know? Yeah. You want to know more. Yeah. What does it say? And more. Now I was reading it and... I could feel, no, no, no. If I haven't read it today, I feel there's something really not right with me. If I have not prayed, there's something not happening to me. And so I started taking it and reading it. And now I started praying and asking the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me to understand yeah. the things that I do not understand. And in that process, also God brought people around me right. who would, at least once in a while, I would go and ask um what does the, what do you think about the, I would pose a question. Yeah. What do you think about this? And then I would hear and see, did I really get it right? Is it the right thing? Mm. But I usually encourage everyone, read the word for yourself. Amen. That is where power is. 
It is the spoken word of God, and it works miraculously. And so out of that, I grew up, mm -hmm. and I, it got to a point I was about to get married. Okay, wait a minute. Don't go there first. Yes. <laughs> uh -huh. We'll get to that point of getting yeah. married. But before then, I, I would love to hear a bit more about, you said you started uh, lunchtime prayers yes. in school. Yes. How was that received? How did you carry that? Um, one, one, I had this vision. I, I, I don't know what, what, oh yeah, it's like a vision. Okay. And I envisioned people praying in school. And so I said, why not let me try? And so. This time you're how old when you're trying out? I was in class seven. Wow. Okay. That is, I was about what, 13? Yeah. Yes. So I just went and talked to one of my teachers and I asked for permission and she said, it's okay. My class teacher, she said, it's okay. No problem. Mm -hmm. So I got a few of my friends and I asked them, guys, can we pray together? Can we begin something, a time of prayer? And they said, it's okay. So we started, and we started like five of us. By the end of about the first term, the whole class was packed. People would come in, we sing together, we testify, we pray, and it just went on. Wow. on and on till the time I left primary school. And so it was a time of encouragement and we would hear stories mm. and see people, God working in their lives. I mean, it was so touching. And so that was the time we started realizing that the Lord can really work in us. I remember there was a time we really prayed until time passed. And um, oh, yes. <laughs> you're so supposed the, to go back to class. Yeah, so the teacher walked in and he was about to reprimand us, but when he found people kneeling and weeping, wow. he just stood there, shocked. I think it was, and, and I was now I was in trouble, yeah. believe me. <laughs> and I said, Lord, I'm in trouble. But at the end of it, he did not say anything. When we finished, we prayed, and he said, okay, everyone go to your classes. Wow. And that was it. So the Lord just worked his way. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. High school, did you continue with that, that? Of course, high school went to see you. And of course, you find a, a, a see you is there. And it made me grow generally because mm -hmm. now you find other people who are of the faith. And there comes the teachable part. And I started learning from them mm -hmm. more and more things because we would sit and reshare the word. I would hear and I started decided I decided no I have to know this Bible properly not yeah. just shallow but get deep into it and we would go out to, um, for um, what are they called um, we would go out and minister yeah and, for missions yes in missions yeah. rallies go, yes, rallies rallies and yeah. all those things it was nice and that brought up my Christianity it really brought me up. And I started learning. Mm. And you know, most of us, when we get to a certain point, you feel like you cannot be taught. You know everything. Right. You know, I know this, yeah, I know that. I've been born again for years. Yes. What are you telling me? I've been born 20, 20 <laughs> years. I've been born again. Yeah. But you see, every day is a day of learning. And I believe even today I will learn something from someone, from something. Mm -hmm. And I say that the Lord uses anybody or anything. The Lord used a donkey to right. speak to the prophet, right? Yeah. And the Lord can use a child. The Lord can use a friend. The Lord can use a situation just to speak to you. And I believe that the Lord speaks always. It is just us, we do not listen. You know, we don't take time to listen, to perceive what the Lord 
is saying. really saying. Right. I, I believe even if I ask anybody right now, do you know the seasons and the times we're in? I don't think most people do mm -hmm. because we do not take time to ask the owner of the season and say, Lord, where am I at? Right. And so that is what I learned to really look to God, really find out what, what is your, what do you want? What is your heart? And that's my prayer. Sometimes, of course, you, you waver a bit. But now when you waver, you know, hey, I'm going wrong. Right. So I need to find out, Lord, what is, where, in which season am I? And what are you teaching me? Or what direction are you leading me? Yeah. Because you cannot say God does not use young people. Because I believe Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were young men they with were. Daniel when they were yeah. in captivity. But the Lord used them. And they knew the seasons and the times they were in. And of course, they were in a season of bondage. And so during that time of bondage, they had to stick to the Lord. Despite their situation, they, came, they were focused. They didn't turn to the left nor to the right. And that's why they said, oh, king, we will not bow down to you, yeah. whether our Lord saves us or, or not. not. Because they had the assurity that their God would save them. Whether he'd save them or not, he was, his God, his will is perfect. Amen. And so they just walked into the fire, and of course we know the story. Right. They came out with clean clothes ironed. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thoughts. Oh yeah. By the way, it was in the fire. Yes. <laughs> they must have been ironed. Exactly. Uh, tell me about your teenage years, because many times I've heard stories of people who say they gave their lives to Christ when they were little. Mm. They got to a point where, you know, they felt like uh, I'm not sure I quite understood what I did there. Yeah. And so they took a different path altogether. And we know we've had a lot of things said about, you know, that teenagehood, form two, form, you know, yeah, 16, yes. thereabouts, 17, 18. Yes. How was your life like? Did uh. you stick to the Lord? Now, <laughs> yeah, there, there you caught me. Now, when I was um, form two, it's yeah. form two. Uh, I remember now that was when the hype was coming, mm -hmm. you know, the songs, we would write books and books, uh, uh, yeah, lyrics, lyrics, lyrics of Goodness, songs. What was that? Books of books. <laughs> yeah, I asked myself to date and everyone was just in their own sphere. Yeah. And I remember from two, it was a problem for me. You know, I was now getting back to the, it's like I was going back to, going back to the world and um, the prayers, the whatnot. Well not, well, not that much, yeah. but um, I would still pray. I would still kind of, I, I think somebody un understands me, kind of read yeah. the word, <laughs> you know, uh, for for lack of a better word, for religious sake, Yeah. you know, because uh, I need to. I just know I have to. Right. You know, let I'm me just do it. doing this thing. Yeah. Let me yeah, just let do me it. Let me just do it. Let right. me just read it. Uh, but I was going the wrong direction. And I remember... In Form 3 mm -hmm. is when one preacher came and he talked about the days of our lives. And he told us, enjoy your youth when you're young. Okay. <laughs> Do everything you want. Oh, wow. But remember, you will be accountable for every word and every action that you do. <laughs> that thing sat on me. I was... It, it's like somebody came and sat on top of me. Right. And I was like, oh, my Lord, where was I going? You know? Yeah. And he he finished his preaching. He went. 
That day, I did not even go for lunch. Mm -hmm. I went and sat down and I just went to the Lord and I said, Lord, I'm lost. Um, I don't know if people have a criteria of praying. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't. Yeah. I just went there and I told <laughs> Lord, I'm lost. Save me. I remember saying just, just that, wow. Lord, save me. Mm -hmm. And from that time, I started changing. Mm -hmm. And I chose my priorities. I said, wait a minute. I used to follow the Lord. I stopped. Mm -hmm. I had friends, but they were leading me astray. So I, I, I looked and I said, let me find a friend who knows God. And I started searching quietly mm -hmm. and looking at everyone. And it was so hard. By the way, it was difficult. And finally, I found one. But uh, she was she was about she was a fourth former and about to leave. Yeah. And so anyway, I stuck to her, and we would pray together. We would read the word together. And so, after she left, I followed suit, and I kept following the Lord. So after I finished when I was nineteen, mm -hmm. now the pressure comes, uh -huh. and. Uh, now the pressure you comes. You are an adult now. Yes, you're feeling nice. <laughs> I'm an adult. You cannot tell me anything. Yeah. I can do this. But the Lord was faithful. Amen. What he did is he decided to bring my neighbors across the door, mm -hmm. across our home. And uh, uh, there was a lady who was sweeping. So I would see her every morning. So finally, I decided to say hi. And I just said hi mm -hmm. and back inside. So finally, she became one of my friends to date. She's one of my prayer partners. Oh, wow. And so I learned that in, through us, we became one family. And so uh, this, uh, she had sisters also. And we began to pray together. Amen. And we prayed. She was waiting to go to campus. And because she was here, she was ahead of me. That time, you would not go to campus just like that. Yeah. So... <laughs> So she went on ahead and and the sister came and she's uh, she also gave her life to Jesus. And so we would pray together. Amen. But there was a season before, just between the first lady I talked about who was sweeping mm -hmm. and the sister. There was a season, it was dry. I did not have even a single friend. And I asked myself, is something wrong with me? Mm. And I said, Lord... What is wrong with me? And the Lord reminded me, you need to be in the wilderness for you to come out in power. Mm. And so I stayed in the wilderness with no friend. It was so lonely. And I would really cry, you know? Sometimes I would cry and wonder, what is wrong with me? Mm -hmm. Because I had chosen not to go the way of the world. Right. Everybody else was partying. Mm -hmm. What, what? You know, they'd call me, let's go. And I'm saying, I know, mm -hmm. that's not me. And so finally... I prayed and I and and I remembered the Lord reminded me of something. I had prayed yeah. that separate me. <laughs> Se separate me like the sheep and the goats. I remember oh. praying that prayer. Please be careful what you pray. And I prayed it just like that. I said, Lord, can you separate the sheep and the goats in my life? All right. Do and he know? did it. <laughs> he did it perfectly. I had no one. Yeah. And I asked myself, Lord, Wait a minute. what is, is this wrong? what I was asking for? Yes. And she and I stayed in the wilderness for so long until I cried. I told God, God, just give me one friend. 
it's okay, just one. Somebody that I can share. And so the sister came. She had just also finished school. She came and um, we began fellowshipping together. Oh. And uh, to date, she's still there. And we started praying together and seeking the Lord. And at that time, we, we were in church. And so we would pray in church. We would fast. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes you would fast and maybe you're fasting concerning the church or something. Mm -hmm. But interesting enough, the Lord would sort out our own issues. That was while praying and fasting for something, something else. else. And the Lord would sort us out. Mm -hmm. And so God started doing miracles in our lives as a, co as a corporate because we'd pray together. Mm -hmm. But even in my own life, as a young person, that is where the Lord was now making a foundation mm. of his work concerning me. Amen. And I started to understand that it's not about my will, but his will. Amen. Yes. Amen. And we will hear quite a lot of that, <laughs> you know, as we proceed on, because you're saying, you keep on saying his will. Yes. And then you keep on telling us about prayer and prayer and prayer. Yeah. Before we began this program, we were talking about uh Praying for anything and everything. Yes. And I, be I, be go on. I believe that um, even the littlest things in your life, yeah. you need to pray and ask God to intervene in it. Simple things like cleaning. I'm cleaning the table. Lord, clean with me. And I'm telling you, you will clean so well mm -hmm. that somebody else will come and wonder who did this. Mm -hmm. Like, Lord, I thank you. Nikonakipara. Have you ever tried to ask God, God, Lord, you made the hair. Yeah. Lord, may you heal my head right. and make those hairs grow. <laughs> Aren't you the author? Make it grow. Amen. And that's a childlike faith. I learned it <laughs> from a child. Yeah. You know, yeah. those small things that we don't we take for granted. Right. You know, Lord, help me cook. Eh? The, you know, just bless my food. Cook with me. You know, we forget to welcome Jesus into the, our equations. We, we want the big things. We want to welcome him yes. to build our house. Yes, to buy some property here buy there, property. travel ab abroad. Exactly. You want those big things, but he wants also the little things. You know, our relationship with the Lord is a marriage. We have to love on him. Mm -hmm. We are the bride. He is the groom. Now, surely, you can right. just tell him, Lord, these pimples are too much on my face. Can you do something about right. it? And you know, I know the Lord will do it because I've seen it in my own life. Mm -hmm. So the littlest, praying for the littlest thing and having faith that he will do it. Absolutely. If you remember, Jesus would go and ask, do you believe? Right. He would not just heal you. He'd say, do you mm. believe? So your faith is very important. Right. So whatever you use, that faith is the one that will build you. So you can say today, you know, I believe. I believe. I, I remember one time. Mm -hmm. let, let me just, it's just a funny Please thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember I have a, a, a girl with me. She's like a daughter. Mm -hmm. And this, this day she woke up and she said, Hey, mom, you know what? I've not eaten chicken for a while. Yeah. And, I, and I told her, like a joke, ask the Lord. And I left it. And do you know what she said? I'm going to do that. 
And so she, she prayed about it. Mm. Interesting enough, in the evening, somebody came to visit. And Guess what chicken. the person brought? Chicken. chicken. Oh, and wow. she came out jumping and saying, <laughs> yeah, you see, the Lord answered. And I said, wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But because she took it and grabbed it and ran with it, then she got what she wanted. Wow. But again, you know, you can say you, you want this. But the question is, is it the will of God to, for mm -hmm. you to have it? Hmm. So that's a question to ask yourself. Is it God's will? Is it God's will? I might want a Prado. Right. But the Lord knows very well that if I give you this Prado, you will not praise me. Mm -hmm. You will not remember me. So he chooses to say, no, maybe I give you a Mitsubishi. Yeah. Maybe that will make you remember me. Right. And so we see the great love that God has for us to just embrace him. Amen. And we, we should not take him like, God, of course he is, he's mighty, he's powerful, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah, but he's our father, he's our friend. Amen. And he wants to have that relationship with you. And so that's what I say, you know what, find out, is it his will for is you to get a cup? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> Okay, all right. So where do we, where does the story go from here? I, I know we're going to the marriage part, but then campus, did you join campus and pursue a certain line of study? Um, yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. And I did theology. Mm -hmm. And um, everyone thought this is a joke. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, they were, they were not sure. In fact, um, they thought it was funny. Like, unataka kuwa pasta. Eh, eh, bas. In fact, nilibandikuwa kitambo. Ata si pasta bishop. Bishop. And I would laugh. Yeah. But my intention was to really know the word. That was my intention. Wow. Not to be not a pastor. Not to get a not job. To a, not to get a job. Not to, no. I just wanted to know what does this word mean to me. Amazing. I wanted to find out... And so that's what I did. Yeah. And um, okay, it helped. Yeah. Let me say it helped. Sure. But it did not help much than the word of God. <laughs> Let me use that Absolutely, again. Absolutely, yeah. Because there's nothing that is comparable to, to that Bible word. that yeah. you have with you. Nothing. Because um, I remember there was a time during class and somebody asked, somebody said, you know, I'm going through this. Does really do you really find me in that Bible? Mm -hmm. And we had to go to the Bible and say, every character is in the Bible. Everything. We have the rich. We have the poor. We have the sick. We have the prostitutes. Mm -hmm. We have the drunkards. We have, who else do we have? We have everyone. Right. And we talk about Jesus. And we do not remember that he was also bereaved by a dad. Earlier, mm -hmm. that was Joseph, an earthly one. We know he had pain when Lazarus died. We know that Jesus felt the pain of people as he walked. Right. When he saved the prostitutes, what do you think Jesus was feeling? So, you know, somebody might be there and saying, you know, the Lord doesn't care about me. Jesus cares about you. Amen. He understands your situation. He knows the pain. He will not come and segregate you and say that you cannot, mm -hmm. you cannot do this. You know, or you are, you are such a person. No, the Lord embraces everyone. Mm -hmm. he, that's why he says, come unto me with your heavy loads and I will give you 
rest. rest. And so I believe even that prostitute, when she was being thrown the stones, when the Lord helped her, she saw a different love, a right. love that she had not experienced before. Okay. When we look at the tax collector, one of the disciples, mm -hmm. we look at him, Matthew, and you say, they asked, why is he sitting with tax collectors? Why is he drinking with them? Yeah. But that tax collector was segregated because of his job. Right. He was reporting to the Romans, yet he was a Jew. And so they said, when him saliti. Mm. And so at the end of that, this man, when he saw somebody really cared about him, decided to welcome the Lord into his house. Right. And every sinner came, according to the words, eh? we call yeah. them sinners. Eh? Yeah. See, we don't look at ourselves. Eh? <laughs> sinners. <laughs> God have so, mercy. Yeah, so they all came and they sat at his table. Yeah. And the Lord ministered to them. So at the end of the day, mm. let me tell you, I don't glory in what I have, but I glory in what Christ died did for me. Amen. I, I usually say that the day I will not be here on earth, I would like to have my eulogy read about Jesus Christ and what he did for me, mm. not what I accomplished, but what he did, so that it can be a living testimony. And you know, the question always comes to us, what legacy do you leave behind? Mm. You know, sometimes we decide to live carelessly. Like the time I was, uh, yeah, that form too. Yeah. You're just careless. You just do things the way you want. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, we will be accountable to the Lord Absolutely. for all that we do. So what legacy do you leave behind? Amen. Yeah. Wow. I tell you, today's session is packed. We are learning. We are being encouraged. And it's great to have you, Martha. And thank you so much for all that you're sharing with us. So we want to proceed on with your story. But before we do that, I want to remind our listener that you can ask a question. Send in a comment. 071 or 20933. So there's another phase of your story that now begins with you getting married. Yes. Um, you know, when you're young, when you're young and uh, you, really, you really want to get married, yeah. the questions people ask, how do I know the right, the right person? person? But you see, I go back to the lady who directed me. Mm. There were two ladies. The first one was my mother. She told me when I was 16, I remember, she said, pray and ask the Lord for your husband. And we are all like, really? <laughs> I'm 16. I don't want to get married. Yeah, exactly. I don't want, I don't want anything. <laughs> and um, she said, no, that is faith. Keep praying. Pray and ask with the qualities that you want. Okay. So as usual, I took my pen and uh -huh. wrote okay. the qualities I wanted. I was eh, excited. Let me write. And I wrote. And that book, I kept it. Interesting to note, the next time I saw that book, I was already married and it was my husband who wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote the, the qualities yeah. and I kept them. And I prayed. I just prayed, oh Lord, thank you for a husband. Just, just generally, nothing. Mm -hmm. So later on in life, um, the friends I told you I had, they had their elder sister who told us something. She said, you know, 
you people, I asked the Lord for a husband. He gave me with all the qualities I wanted. Wow. But it lacked one. Mm -hmm. So what I'm advising you, pray that you get a husband with God's qualities. Wow. I think that would be perfect. And so I said, okay. It, it got into my ears. Yeah. Um, uh, if there's one thing I love is listening. Right. So I took it to heart and I went. And I knelt and I prayed. And I said, Lord, I cancel everything <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> and that is years later. Eh? And then, Lord, I cancel everything I wrote when I was 16. <laughs> and I pray that you give me a man of your qualities. Okay. And so that is what I prayed. And I forgot about it. But I really forgot about it. Mm -hmm. And so they all came in numerous. At a certain time point in my life, and I almost got confused. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> Lord... Of course, mine was also there. He was also in the yeah. amongst them. But <laughs> I said, Lord, you know what? I have prayed for a godly man. I had prayed for, you know, somebody loves the Lord. Somebody right. who's in ministry. Somebody, you know, all those things you pray. And I found that uh -uh, that was not the way. So I went and told my mom, things are going haywire. Uh -huh. And she told me, you know what? <laughs> Let's do this. Let's forget about all these things. Tell the Lord to show you. He will. Be careful. He said, you know, you make a mistake, that is it. As Christians, no playing in marriage. Yeah. That you'd say. Yeah. Marriage is for life. She would tell me that. Those things, uh, she kept telling me that divorce is not of God's because mm -hmm. God is a, because Jesus is a groom and we are his bride. Yeah. So if he advocates for divorce, then things may go wrong. Yeah. So that is not his intention. That mm -hmm. is not the intention of God. He just wants people to stay well. Mm -hmm. Of course, we know at times it cannot happen. But so anyway, that's what happened. And so I prayed. And I prayed and um, uh, I got two dreams as confirmation. Just hold it right yes. there. Two dreams as confirmation. Yes. Terren, Terren, yeah. drum rolls. <laughs> Let's take the latest with uh, Kennedy Kivani. We'll be back in a few moments. Stay with us. Hope FM. It's now 12 p.m. How deep the Father's love for us. How vast beyond all measure. That he would give his only son to make a wretch his treasure. How great the pain of searing loss. The father turns his face away as wounds which mar the chosen one. Bring many sons to glory. Behold the man upon the cross, my sin upon his shoulders. Ashamed, I hear my mocking voice call out amongst those scoffers. It was my sin that held him there Until it was accomplished Your dying breath has brought me life 
I know that it is finished. And why should I gain from his reward? I cannot give an answer. But this, this I know with all my heart. Your wounds have paid my ransom. And why should I gain from your reward? I cannot give an answer. But this I know with all my heart. Your wounds have paid my ransom. But this I know with all my heart. Amen. The wounds of Christ Jesus have paid our ransom. How deep the Father's love for you and I. Ah, ha. Just thinking about it, it's, it's deep. It's really deep. Thank you for joining us for the second hour of Praise Junction, 10 minutes past noon on the 2nd of June, 2023. My name is Sharon Aitore Wangenye. My guest today is Martha Mwakazi. We've just heard a bit of the story, and I know we are loving it. Thank you for all the comments. But there's a bit of the story that you've yet, you're yet to hear, and I pray that God will, you know, minister to all of us today. If you know someone who has lost a child before or children before, you want to tell them to tune in because there's such an encouragement that will be coming our way in just a few moments. Martha, welcome back. Thank you, Sharon. So we left it at, um, you asked, you you had two dreams. Yes, I had two dreams. Uh-huh. And um, they were just to confirm who the right person is. Okay. And uh, of course, I dreamt of my husband. And um, those two dreams directed me to the right way. But of course, I was in denial. I refused mm-hmm. uh, because this is someone that we we were going to the same church. Okay. Um, we were in the same mission field. We would pray together and, and he was more of a friend to our family okay. than anything else. And so I took him as a brother. Okay. There's but no day. <laughs> it was... <laughs> it was not, nothing more than that. Yeah, nothing more than that. <laughs> and so when it came, I was like, no. I said, Lord, I bind. <laughs> I bind completely. You really did. Oh, really my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's interesting. Sometimes we, we do, we pray prayers that... You should ask yourself again, is it in the will of God yeah. or is it your plan? You know, um, you can pray and bind about You're here some... binding what is supposed to be yours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was, it was the, of course, uh, the Lord understood my ignorance. Yeah. But um, so that was what I prayed and I bound completely. And it's something had I your refused. husband showed now then, this brother, had yeah. he showed interest? He was among the pool of people. May, maybe he did, which I did not see. Okay. Because I was really concentrated at that time. I was concentrating on the things of God. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was not thinking. My Okay, my brain was not on that direction. All right. And um, so I said, Lord, ah, no, I refuse. And so finally I decided, I read, I read about Gideon mm-hmm. and how he fleeced God. 
Yeah. You know? And so I decided, hmm, it's the, the word is true, right? So I said, Lord, I'm going to fleece give you. Give me a sign. <laughs> give me a sign that I know if it is for sure. And okay. so I prayed and I said, Lord, he does not know that I like chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. So let him bring it. Now, you know, I was oh. trying to challenge God. Okay. You just let him bring it. And so that's what, so I forgot about that prayer. And about three weeks later, he passes by. Uh-huh. And he came with cake. <laughs> and he gave me as a gift, but I put it there. So later on, I asked myself, wow, let me see what was that. You know, when you get a gift, you're yeah. excited. Let me go see what's there. And I opened it. I said, wow, chocolate cake. And I took a fork. And when I was a just about to dip in, then it hit me. Oh my God. This is what I this asked for. This is what I asked for. <laughs> you know, I did not eat that cake. I gave it away. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, it was one of the things. So, I, I, I just prayed and I said, okay, Lord, I have agreed. That is him. I have agreed. Okay. And so, that is how I got my husband. Not to just yeah. dating. I mean, uh-uh. no. That is how you had proper. I, yeah, that's how I knew yeah. this is the right person. Right. And so we, so it was a long dating, and finally we got married. Now, when we got married, what is the purpose of marriage? Mm-hmm. Is to bring godly offspring, mm-hmm. and people don't realize that, and people forget that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now. How you treat your body is important because you have to wash it and clean it and blah, blah. Mm. And also, remember that the Holy Spirit lives in you. And so, um, the purpose of marriage is godly offspring from time immemorial. And so, after our wedding, one year later, God blessed us. And so, I was expectant. And um, I carried to full term. Mm. On the on the eighth month, my baby died in my womb. Wow. And I almost lost it. I could not, we could not all believe it. This is our first child. And it was hard. And I cried so hard. It mm. was an experience that it cannot you cannot say it in words and so we buried our first daughter and the questions came right why lord why did you allow why we are your children we love you we are we both serve you why did you do that mm-hmm. that was the question and i really cried and it was hard and unfortunately, others were blaming me for something I could not. It was beyond my control. Mm. What happened? What did the doctors say? The doctors the had no... They didn't say anything. They, were in, they wondered what's going on. They were as shocked as you were. Yeah. And so we buried our daughter because you're a full-term baby, a baby girl. And so in the next... One year, I got expectant again. This time, the baby came out. Mm. I got a miscarriage. At what point? 
at about was it 20 weeks wow then the third one mm. same thing so we said no let's go look for a doctor and so we went found a doctor good one yeah who understood who took time and so they found out that my cervix was loose from maybe the procedures that mm. happened and so this doctor walked with me i would say these two doctors really walked with me yeah hand in hand so in the process of just checking out what's going on in my body what all these things mm. finally um as they were checking me they found out again i'm expectant okay yes so my boy who i have now mm. he was 18 weeks when again I almost had a miscarriage. Okay. So they rushed me and I told the Lord, Lord, I've been asking why all this time. And I said I will not ask anymore. You are the one who made me. And you decided to give me these children. Yeah. Though they're not with me. I said they're still children and you know where they are. Yeah. So I pray I said Lord if you have decided to take this one As also well. yeah. then let your will be done that is what I said wow that time I'm being rushed to hospital wait a minute let me ask you Martha yes you started by asking questions but when you lost your first child yes. you asked questions yes. you lose another baby yes and another baby yes be I mean between the loss of the first baby and to this time now where you are being rushed to hospital at 18 was yes. it 18 weeks 18 weeks <clears throat> what had happened that changed you from the mother that was asking god questions to now mother who say god i am not asking you any questions well i i was reading about the porter mm -hmm. and the clay and the way the porter makes the clay i have seen somebody doing pottery yeah and I saw the way they were smoothing it and the way it was rough until it became soft. And as I was looking at that potter making, the Lord spoke to me and I heard him clearly. Mm. And he said, that is how I make my people. I roughen, I smoothen the edges. It is hard, yes, but I am making me them to be the people that I want them to be. And you are one of them that I am molding you to be the person mm. that I want you to be. And so when I read it and I understood it, it's a verse I've been reading. Right. That day it I understood it. And I said, "Lord, I will not ask you again." And he reminded me of Job and all the troubles he faced. And I said, "Lord, even if Satan has gone to ask permission, mm -hmm. I will not turn away from you. And I told him, "Lord, whether you whatever has happened, I am not turning back. You still remain to be God. You still remain to be the one I worship, whether you give me children or not. It is all about you." Amen. And that is what changed me. So when this one thing happened, mm. I said, "Lord, if you have decided even this one, then let your will be done." Wow. I remember I was lying on the back seat of the car 
and I heard a voice saying, he will live. Remember, he's 18 weeks. Mm. So I turned and I asked, it was my brother and my husband who were there, and asked them, did you say something? They said, no. I said, you didn't hear somebody saying something? They said, no. So I was rushed to the hospital. They checked me. They told me, you know, your cervix is open, but the baby's still holding on. We don't know what. I, I told them, it's not what, it's who. I remember telling the doctor. Come on, it's not what, it's who. Yeah, and they thought, is she crazy? He yeah. looked at me awkwardly and I said, it's not what, it's who. And they, he said, huh? I said, yes, it's God holding the baby. Wow. Amen. And so all those... So I went through that and and I was of course put on bed rest for the whole eight months. He came out at eight months with an emergency. Okay. And the eight months was I had I lost my job. I lost as in I was just stuck in the house. Yeah. And I remember when I was told not to go anywhere. I started putting worship the whole night. Mm. In fact, I remember I used to put Hope FM on Aww. and I would listen to worship the whole night. And I said, Lord, this child you have allowed to stay here, he will stay under your covering. And so all day, all night, it was worship. Amen. All day, all night. And if I would feel anything, I would call my husband wherever he was and I would tell him, this and this is happening. And he would start sending prayers. Amen. So we started working as a team and and so i understood how why mary and elizabeth had to stay segregated mm. because they were carrying something special right you know so there it was i was in worship and i stayed the first week the second week i told my husband you know what i need to go to church and told me and he said okay he didn't say no <laughs> said, okay i'll take you so there I was on Sunday morning, putting pillows to church. And then I sit, I was taken to the front row. So I was just sitting and the praise team would bring the a microphone so that I sing with them and yeah. I would sing. And that was my work. So one, so that you know that the enemy comes to attack. Mm. One Sunday outside, the ladies were there and a group of them came and told me, you're coming here and you are told to be on bed rest. What if anything happens to this baby? And I told them, then we will know if my God is alive or dead, wow. if he's sleeping or awake. That's what I answered. I remember answering that. And they kept quiet. And I went home. Now, when I got home, I said, oh, Lord, now if something happens to this, now you see, oh, oh, doubt, <laughs> now yes, comes doubt comes in. And you know, you're reminding me of, <laughs> sorry to cut you short, yes. of Elijah. He has done exploits, <laughs> amazing things. And yes. He goes to a corner and thinks, oh, no, 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 they're going to kill me. Exactly. Wow. So I was like, oh, Lord, what if anything happens to this baby? Your name will be, uh, will be shamed. And I kept saying, then all of a sudden, I said, wait a minute. What that is I? not the voice of God. And I said, Lord, forgive me. If you have brought me this far, then thus far you will take me. Amen. And so I stayed there for, so I used to wait for Sunday. It was my best day because I had to go to church and it was nice. Yeah. And so finally at eight months, uh, my son had to arrive. Okay. And he arrived. Was it a complication? The, the... It was an emergency because okay. I was really swollen. I was swollen, my okay. legs were swollen. Yeah, and I was feeling very unwell. And so um, my son arrived in the morning. I 
11.25. And when he came out, um, he was brought to me, mm -hmm. but they found out he had a blood infection. And I thought, Lord, you've given me this band. So there we go again. And so he was rushed to the HDU. And I was like, God. And everybody was sending congratulations. I was not seeing the congratulations because here was another battle. And my husband was not near. He was coming back. So I said, oh, Lord. And I, I said, no. I said, Lord, you've given me this child. You, if you want to take him, it's okay. I, 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 it's okay with me. But if it is not your will, then may you keep him. And so I would wake up at 3 a.m. Mm. and come out. Remember, I, I had um, I had a C-section. Yeah. So I would I would literally walk slowly all right. the way, and I would go there and lay my hands on the incubator, and I would speak life, and I would declare mm. the, the, the what this child was ought to be. And I spoke life into that, into my son's life. And you know, every morning I would do that. Now, next door, there were, next next to him was mm. an Indian lady who had a small child. He's, him, him was even smaller. I think yeah. he came out at six months. And so she saw me, the routine of me coming every 3 a.m. And this day she came and stood next to me. I, I hadn't even noticed her while I was praying. Yeah. When I was done, I had a man. And I'm looking at her. Oh, and okay. I'm thinking, oh, God. <laughs> and she says, please, can you pray for my son? Oh, wow. And I said, you know, I'm a, so it's like, I was a bit, yeah. uh, you know, and I said, can I? Uh, and, and she said, um, I said, I'm a Christian. She said, I don't mind. She said, Who, whichever God will save my son, that wow. I will follow. Wow. And so, she, so I went and I started praying for, That's and she said, I do not know how to pray. Help me. So I taught her. So we were praying together. Mm. So every three of him would come and pray, pray, pray. And the son started getting better. Amen. And my son was discharged. After how long? After a week. Okay. And the other one remained. But now you could even see the Indian child had bone. You yeah. could see the flesh. He did not have. And when I was about to leave, the grandfather came and of the Indian lady. And they said, we want to say thank you. I said, no. I did not do anything. It mm. is God who did it. It is Jesus who did it. Amen. And they said, Amen. And you know, it was awkward. Now I'm looking at <laughs> you know. Right. And so out of that, my son came out. Amen. And so I will not say that this son I have came out because of my own strength mm -mm. or because of my own prayers, but it was because of the will of God. Let me tell you, Sharon, mm. why. Because just after I lost the third baby, somebody said that I would never give birth again. Oh. Yes. What, and I wait. came and I cried. A doctor? I no. Anyone. Somebody. Now, here is where I really put caution. Yeah. We believers sometimes kill each other. And it came out from a believer's mouth. Wow. Yes, somebody that I really looked up to. Wow. They said that. They said to that. To your hearing. To my hearing. And I left and I was broken right. and I cried my heart out. And I have uh, my, my, my place of crying is my bathroom. Mm. And I go there with a pillow. 
and I screamed inside the pillow. And I wailed and I said, Lord, you have heard everything. I said, Lord, you have heard. That is what I kept crying. Mm. I didn't say a prayer. I didn't say anything. Yeah. And believe me, two months later, there I was. Expectant. Wow. That same person did not even come to see my child. Yeah, because... Be yes. The shame. So... I tell people, your words are powerful. Be careful what you say to others. Mm -hmm. Be careful how you speak to people. Because you may be hurting and killing souls of the Lord, people of God. Mm -hmm. But we who are believers, we who know the Lord, we are supposed to bring refreshing statements, refreshing moments. You know, you might be even seated now listening. The Lord can use your mouth to uplift somebody. Amen. We're told our tongues are power. Yes, they are. So what are you giving? And so out of that, I cried to the Lord, and the Lord heard me. Amen. I understand how Hannah felt when she saw Samuel. And I prayed, and I told God, God, if you give me a child... Let him be like someone. Let him follow you. Amen. Yeah, if you decide to. Let him. He's not mine. He's yours. Yeah. Use him. Use him. That was my prayer. Mm. And so the Lord gave me Asha. He's called Asha. Mm. And when I look at him, he's now nine years old. Wow. When I look at him, people do not know what I see. Yeah. I see the glory of God. Amen. I see the God of impossibilities. Even the doctors themselves said, we did not know this child would come through. In fact, the first time we went for clinic, they took the baby away. I was in the car. I don't know how they saw him. They came and picked him and they ran with him. <laughs> at that time, he was what? He was about a month. Yeah. And he went and he was showing everyone, look at this miracle baby. Wow. Look at this miracle baby. And for sure enough, I look at him and I say, this is a miracle, baby. Amen. And I see the greatness and the power of God. Mm. Now, after we got Asha, mm. this was last year, I think, God blessed us again. But he also took him again. Mm. And uh, I remember, of course it hurt, but I told when everyone would come, I would tell them, it's the will of God. You lost this other baby at what stage? At about, he was, yeah, he was eight months. Wow, like the first one. Like the first one, he was a big baby boy. He was just about to be delivered. Yes. Okay. Eight months. Wow. And it, it took a toll on us. You know, it was a big toil, and even to our son. And, um, because he, it, he's been the only child for all this while. Yes. Now he knew he was getting a sibling. Yes. Wow. And I remember when we went to bury him, my son said, you know, mom, don't worry. He said, though it's hurting that God took my brother, I believe that God will give you another one, if he wishes. And I said, good. I told yeah. him it's okay. Mm. And so... We looked at it again and said, and I, I was just about to ask the why. Right. Then I remembered, ah, uh, uh, no. I said, no, we're not going back there. Mm. And you know, that's what 
the devil does. He wants to take you back mm -hmm. to former things. Right. But you're not looking at the forward things. Right. Same thing happened to Job. Nothing different. In fact, he lost everything. Yeah. His children, his whatnot. But he was focused. And he said, I will still serve this God. I will still worship this God. Mm. And so for us, we need to do the same thing. Even in our darkest point, what is it? It's all about God's will. So all these things I went through, I was not going through because of myself. Mm. That's what I realized. Right. I was going through for somebody else who would be in my shoes. Now, you know, Sharon, mm -hmm. you cannot understand anybody's feet until you wear their shoes. That's eh? right. You'll understand. Yeah. Have you tried wearing somewhere a small child's <laughs> shoe? They eat squeezes or somebody. Right. Yes. Right. But if you go and get into somebody's shoe, you will understand all that they are going through. Mm. And so right now, when I meet somebody who has lost a baby, I tell them I understand fully. And you know, at times, even you do not even say it. You just sit there because you know the pain yeah. that this person is going through. Now, you know, when we cannot say it's one-sided that I felt pain, but also my husband was going through the same Talk pain. Talk to us about him, by the way. Yeah. In all this journey, where was he? He was there. Yeah. He was there, but he was lost. You could see. But as he's a man, I usually call him a man of God, mm -hmm. he kept saying, may the Lord be praised said, may the God of Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac be praised. Even in my pain, Amen. may he be praised. And he said something which I'd like to share. Mm -hmm. He said, what if, what if God gave us a child who was sick? Would it be rather you have the child alive or dead? What if he decided not to give us at all? Hmm. What would it be? Yeah. What if? The, so the question is to us today, what if that problem you have, you think it's a problem? Think about the goodness of God. Think about that you're alive. Right. I was asking myself and I said, um, somebody asked a question when we were talking um, about this story somewhere. Mm -hmm. And they said, um, if you... He, he posed the question to him, if you are to save the baby or the mother, who would you save? You know? Wow. Yes. And he said, it's difficult. They're all mine. He said, but all things you give to God, he decides. When he takes the mother or the child, he's the one who makes the decision. Who would you save? The question is today, who would you save in mm -hmm. your situation? Would you save yourself yeah. or save somebody else? Hmm? Would you listen to God or not listen to him? Because that's where, what is this about our faith? Yeah, yeah what is this? Um, it, it's, it's sad, Sharon, that at our time and age, people don't take the word of God as it is. We want to turn it around and mm, make it to suit our right. lives and suit our lifestyle. Who said that it was easy for Elizabeth to stay all those years waiting for a baby? How mm. much ridicule did 
did she go through? Who said it was easy for Mary to carry, they would call her an illegitimate child, yeah. at her young age and walk around? Ah, it must have been tough. It was tough. Ah. Penalty by death, yeah. by stoning. Right. Who said it was easy for Abraham to take his son Isaac and go and sacrifice him? Who said? Those are the men and women of faith. Right. And so, at the end of the day, we got to a point of saying, you will be done. Lord, we will not change. We will not turn back. We will still serve you. Right. We will still worship you for who you are. Hmm? Amen. Despite our pains. I remember running and of course that bathroom, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I went there and I sang and I think they thought this lady has lost it, you yeah. know. And I sang my heart out and I cried and I wailed and I came out smiling. Then they were looking like, huh? Yeah. That is the way it is. Now, my question, I tell people, whatever problems and, and that, that comes upon us, mm. the question is, number one, where is your faith and who is your faith in? Wow. <laughs> then two, where do you carry, where, where, I mean, what is the will of God? Mm. And how is his will for you? Do you even know his will? Right. Maybe, you know, sometimes we, we, we come and say, you know, oh, maybe there are things, that's why things are happening to them. No. The will of God is different. Maybe he wanted us to have only one child. Mm. Maybe, even for those who do not have, I'm encouraging you there. You have, yes, you do not have. But what has God given you? There are many things. And you know we forget something, eh? Yeah. You might have no children, but there are children around you that God has placed in your hands. Mm -hmm. Right now I have a son, but I have my nephews who live with me. Those are children God has placed. I have people around me who are like my children, who I take care of, I pray for, I work with. Those are children. So what is your purpose in all yeah. these things? Right. So I sat down and I said, Lord, you've taken, we, call, we called him Jahaziel. Mm -hmm. You've taken Jahaziel. We bless your name. And it was hard. But at the end of it, it was more harder for our son. He kept crying mm -hmm. for a very long time. But one day he woke up and said, Mom, it's okay. Now he's the one comforting us. Yeah. It's okay. God will bring another. How would you deal with him in those moments of, you know, being low and crying? How would you encourage him? Or who would be there to, you know? We're the same, same people. Yeah. We sit and talk. And we hear him out and hear what his sentiments are. And we explain to him. Mm. Right now he understands that when we say we're going for a funeral service, the first thing is tell him, Jesus came and took him. Mm -hmm. Said yes. So he understands that there is life after death yeah. in Christ. 
not outside. He right. knows that. Yeah. Um, of course, you will be there to comfort, but it's good for him to understand at an early age that there is death. Right. And when it comes, how do you handle it? I like that you said you have conversations with him because, yes. or you had a conversation with him in this particular case, because you know sometimes we we could mourn as the ones who sired the children as mother and father, and then forget the this uh, other one also mm. is is has lost. I mean, True. your son or your daughter has also lost in yes. that case. Yes. Yeah. So it's important to work with your child. In it's important to work with them. It's important. We we went with him. He saw his brother. Yeah. We took him there, and he saw him, and he cried, and we let him mourn. And it, he understood, and we told him the Lord has taken him. And so he would sit at times out of nowhere, break down. Mm -hmm. And we would still talk about it, we would explain. And you know the good thing with, with, with us is that when somebody dies, he sleeps. He, we believers don't say he dies, we say he sleeps. And so we explain where they are going. Yeah. But also we explain that it is your choice to go to heaven or not. It's your choice. Right. So right now he understands that my salvation is personal, that I will go when I accept Jesus yeah. as my personal savior. And when I sleep, I will go to heaven. Mm. And he looks forward to that. Yeah. And he says, yeah, I'll see my brother and sister. I will see my grandparents. I will see, you know, yeah. he, he talks about that in a positive right. manner. Yeah. Because at times when you shield, you know, children, people forget that children understand. Just like the way we started with my salvation at eight years old. Yes. They understand everything. So be careful what you give them yeah. and what you show them. And build them up in the right way, right. in the ways of God. And everything will be okay. Amen. So, so far, I'll say, so good in the will of God. Amen. <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Wow. How were moments for you and 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 your husband like? Um, how do I put this? Like like, how do I put it? I'm just even wondering. I'm lost for words. Walking this journey, would you have conversations about it? Would you pray together? Would you cry together? How did you you know uh, deal with that together as a couple? Well. We would cry together. We cried a lot. Yeah. We would cling. Let me use the word right. cling to each other, and encourage each other Amen. that it is okay. Sometimes you would cry and not speak. But the interesting thing is, during that time, I would still feel the Lord there. Somehow, mm -hmm. I would know He's here, and He's present. And um, we would encourage each other. And of course, later on, we talked about it. And we came to the realization that what we want is not what the Lord wants. We should strive to see what does he want. And the question is, what God wants, this experience that we went through, it is meant for a purpose. Right. And what purpose is, is that? that? 
And so we realized that after we met people who have gone through the same phase mm -hmm. as us and we could speak and understand them. Also, we learned of being patient to the will of God and being and having faith in God. Right. That at all circumstances, all things work out for good for those who love, love the Lord, Lord. and are called for okay. his purpose. It's his purpose, amen. Yes. That is what we have understood. Yeah. We have also understood that we have to give our hearts, our souls, our body totally to God. That is why we say, if your nail is not growing, pray for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just simple. Right. Just pray for it and forget about it. And the Lord will work it out. Amen. Totally trusting in him. Not understanding his plan, but just trusting in him. Jesus told Thomas, Blessed are you because you have seen. Mm -hmm. huh? You have seen. Right. But more blessed are those who haven't. Hmm. Just the way, I, I can ask somebody, have you seen Jesus? Yeah, none of us no. have seen him face to face. Yes, yeah. but you believe in him. We do. And you trust in him. And it is accorded to you. Abraham was called the father of faith. He walked out, went, poop. He does not know where he's going. He's taking his own family. But because of that, we are all here. Mm -hmm. So there is a purpose ahead. Let us look at what God wants to see. What, whatever situation you're in right now, it has a purpose. The question is, will you stand? Mm -hmm. Will you be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Will you stand the fire? Now, Sharon, we, we are always afraid of not getting into the fire. Do you yeah, know that? Yeah. There's this song that says, refine as fire, right. pure gold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where is that gold taken? Isn't it taken to the fire? It is. To be refined. Right even a diamond into the fire and then it comes out clear so that the Lord can see his face on you. Hmm. Can you imagine that? Wow. So you have to go into the fire so that the Lord looks at his face on you and says, yes, my daughter, yes, my son. Just hold it right there, Martha. Thank you. Let me read some of the comments uh, that we have. Thank you, Sharon, for bringing Martha to speak about her relationship with God. It is so real, and I am so encouraged. Thank you, and thank you so much, and all glory to God. Thank you, Dorcas, for that. Say hi to Martha. This one says, We love her so much. Being a colleague at some point, you didn't give us a name, but okay. Salimika. <laughs> thank you for writing and thank you also uh, for listening in. Praise God. Um, all right. Uh, okay, this one is asking for a counselor's number. Probably I can just mention it right here at this point. Uh, 0709. Let me just mention it so that we proceed on. 0709 uh, 0709-861-240 is our counselor's number. All right, moving on. What a testimony. Hi, Sharon. The, uh, okay, what a testimony. I'm learning about God's will. And then they say, Sharon, is the guest the one who introduces Pastor John Corson? Ha! You got it! <laughs> I wish I had something to give you, but you got it. It is, that is the voice. Yeah, it's Thank Martha's you. voice. She's the one who introduces. Coming up shortly.
with Pastor John Carson. <laughs> she says Carson. <laughs> okay. This one says, Martha and Sharon, I have cried a well of tears. But my faith is reactivated as I know that God is working on me for such a testimony soon because of a situation that I am going through. Mm. This is for his glory. Meanwhile, all in all, I am thank I'm giving thanks um and expectant. Thank you, Wangari. We are happy to know that you are encouraged and yes, God is with you in that situation. Okay. Martha, you're a strong you are a strong person. Um, on my side, I am just shedding tears. May God bless you so much. Mm -hmm. Sister Gloria, thank you. This one says this story is really, really encouraging. Sarah from Lemuru, thank you so much. And the person who said you worked with them, I'm Mr. Manito Osborne. Oh. <laughs> you now remember? Thank you, Osborne. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Let's see what you have to say on uh, on our SMS line. That is 20933. Thank you, Martha. It's not a coincidence that you are in the same... Okay, just disappeared on me. Pardon me. Thank you, Martha. It was not by coincidence that you were in the same room with my wife. We both shared a loss. Uh, Selo. Yes. Yeah, yes. or Silo or Selo, something yes. like that. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, may God encourage you. Wow. I am Marion, and I am so grateful that God has used Martha to speak directly to me about faith. Sometimes it's scary. Please pray for those of us who are scared of the journey of faith and the wait. Mm. All right. Martha will say a prayer for you before we close. This one says, um, beautiful testimony about her walk with Jesus since childhood to date we are encouraged her faith in god is wonderful she encourages us to keep the faith thank you amen may we keep the faith in jesus christ okay amen. looking for my for your feedback on our facebook page i'll probably be getting there in a few seconds from now um hmm Wow, what a testimony. I lack words. Thank you so much uh, for sharing such a, an emotional testimony. But watch a mungu, aitwe mungu. Thank you, Victoria. Jacob says, God is faithful and has a reason for everything. So be en so encourage yourself. Yesu anaweza. Indeed. Listening in from Rongata, Rongai. This one says, I am watching and I am really encouraged. My name is Martha. I lost a baby girl at eight months, but I thank God for it all. All right, powerful testimony. Thank you so much, Samson from Bamburi. Martha is such a beautiful and strong lady. May the Lord God answer all her prayers. May Amen. all her desires come true. This is Gloria Nduko. Thank you. Powerful testimony says, uh, Joanne, thank you for joining us. Amina Unasema, God is indeed great. I am following and... Um, Prayer indeed is the key. Shanice on Facebook, that's what you say. James, what a powerful testimony. Thank you. I wish I could read all of them, <laughs> but time fails us. We have two things to do, Martha, just yeah. before we close. Pray for someone. Um, this, this dear one said, uh, for them that are in the wait and also are scared about the journey of faith. And then also 
pray. I, I don't know, as the Lord will lead you, okay. but what would be your closing remarks even before we pray? What, what do you want to send out there to all of us? Um, well, I say hold on to Jesus. Amen. Don't give up. The Lord is there. He loves you. He cares about you. He knows all that you're going through, and he will uplift you at his time. Amen. For you, have faith. Don't lose trust in him. He's working even in the darkest corners. For those who, have, who are in the process, stay in there. Mm -hmm. Hang on there. Get into the fire. Be refined so that the Lord can see your faith, his mm -hmm. faith in you. Just hang on there. And the Lord will pull you through. Mm. Amen. 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 Thank you. Please pray with us. Um, let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we honor you, Lord, this time. We thank you for each one, Lord. Everyone who is lacking faith, Lord, I pray that you will uplift them in the name of Jesus. I ask that, Lord, you will send out your word upon their situation, Lord. And that you will uphold them and lift them during these dark times that they feel, O oh Lord. I know that all the plans you have for them is of good and not of evil. And Lord, we pray that you may silence the enemy concerning their lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for all the other people, Lord. Those who are still in tears, those who are going through a hard time. Lord, I pray that you may uplift them today in the name of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And I pray that whatever you have spoken concerning them, Lord, it shall come to pass because that is your will for them. I pray, Lord, for your peace upon them. I pray for your joy upon them. Mm -hmm. I pray for your healing upon them in the name of Jesus Christ, whether they are scars of the heart or of the body. Lord, I pray that you will send out your healing in the mighty name of Jesus. And I ask that Father, Father, you will use them for your glory. And now, Lord, I pray that you may visit your people today, yes, that they may experience you again, yes, that they may be able to read your word again and even to worship you for who you are. Mm. And Father, finally, I pray that, Lord, they will experience your warmth and your love mm. because you care for each one of them. So, Lord, be glorified in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much for coming, Martha. Thank you for sharing. Just before we close, allow me to read this one. Uh, okay, just a moment. Allow me to read this one. Um, she says, Beatrice says, the testimony has really ministered to me. I got a baby at 29 weeks and I saw God in the journey and I have learned a lot today. Thank you very much. Julia says, wow, very good testimony. It calls, it increases my faith. Thank you so much, Martha, for sharing. And then Sharon says, I thank God for Martha. There is one uh, mother was written in and she says, I lost my husband and telling my daughter that her daddy went to Jesus makes her feel that Jesus took her best. And um, now she doesn't want to hear that Jesus takes people to heaven. She now fears goes going to that heaven. And she asks, what is the better word to use for children? Okay, who are below six years who've lost their loved ones? Well, um, well, you want to take it? Yes, you can paint a picture. That is what I did. I painted a picture of heaven in, in their brains, mm -hmm. not literally. Right. But talk about the beautiful things about heaven. 
where there are lovely things. Yeah. There are fruits, there are trees, there are, you know, things that you can think of mm. that is beautiful. And tell them they're going to rest in a nice place mm. where we will follow later on. Okay. So it's not that Jesus just took him away. No, take him to a nice place, a place yeah. that is pretty a place that has lovely things. You can just paint a picture for a child mm -hmm. and just explain to them that we are all going there. Not that they're taking, no. Yeah. We're all going there and we are. We, we will soon follow them right. at a certain time, but in different faces. You can even give an example of the way if we are traveling, somebody goes ahead and then another one mm -hmm. follows. Mm -hmm. Yes. So right. paint a beautiful picture about heaven. I think they, they really love that and to see how wonderful and beautiful it is and to show them that God really loved him. Yeah. Really loved him so much. That child loved all of them. But, you know, you know, we're told we are, it's a flower. We're all flowers and you're plucked. Yeah. So just paint a beautiful picture about heaven and I believe the Lord will do so. And also pray before you talk to the child mm. because um, the Lord would have prepared that child on his own way. Amen. 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 Sure. And if you're pray, I think that just sums, sums it all up. Pray and trust God. But if you need further help, we have people who are, you know, trained and experienced with dealing with grief. You can seek some counseling and counseling is free of charge at CETAM. I love to say that all the time. If you need your child, you know, to have someone to walk with them, to explain to them if you're short of words, please reach out to our counselors. Their number is 0709-861-240. Call that number or send them a message on WhatsApp. Get a session for counseling and I'm sure you will get some help. But she says, thank you so much for answering that question in that way. I believe it makes sense to her now. Amen. And she says, it has really been bothering me, but I'm grateful that you have answered in that way. Martha, Amen. thank you for coming. Thank I you, have learned so much. <laughs> I am encouraged. My faith is stirred up. Amen. Keep serving the Lord. Keep doing this that he has called you to do. Amen. And may he continue to bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow, what a great session we've had with Martha, the voice behind. Coming up shortly is John Carson. <laughs> Hope for today with John Carson. Yeah, that's Martha Mokazi for you. She's such a great blessing to the family of Hope Media. We bless God for her and we pray that he will continue to use her for his glory. I believe you've learned a thing or two. Your faith has been stirred up. You have been encouraged, right? Please share this link with as many people as you possibly can. That is, if you are on Facebook at Hope FM Live or on YouTube, it was live across so please share it. Let people be encouraged. Let them be ministered to. My time is up. It is Friday. I keep thinking it's Monday. It's Friday. It's because of yesterday. It's Friday. So I'll see you sometime next week. Uh, if and when the Lord so allows. In a short while, Kennedy Kimani with the latest in the news world. I believe Papa should be in today. Yesterday we had a dose of Yvonne, the cheerleader. But on Shangili, I believe Papa Mani Ayla will be back this afternoon. Have yourself a lovely weekend. My name is Sharon Aitore Wangenye.